Okay, let's begin. I am Lanice Antoine Shelley, and I'll be your host through constructive, healing-based conversations designed to illuminate the adoptee, parents, and the adoption curious. We center the topics around community, mentorship, leadership, and healing, so you get a multi-dimensional view that is ultimately empowering. These are the voices who could not speak when they were young. Okay, before we get into it, I wanted to share with you some new offerings. We've just partnered with Isaac Edder's company called Identity, who provides adoption consulting and short practical guide pamphlets, a practical guide to transracial adoption and a practical guide to black hair care. As a listener, you get 15% off. Just click the link in the show notes where you can find all references and hot topics that are talked about in each episode. And since you're listening, I just wanted to thank those of you who've rated and reviewed this podcast, because every five-star click helps remind these platforms that our work matters and helps me keep going. So those of you who are getting so much out of these conversations and have taken the 30 seconds to write a positive takeaway, I see you and I thank you. Those who haven't yet, now is the time, my love. Let's talk about it on Instagram after you go ahead and click five stars and write a review. Hey there, fam and friendship. How are you? How's your heart? It's been a full spectrum of feelings this week. Today, I woke up bright and early at 5.30 a.m. I told you a while ago that I've started to wake up early and very, very early at that. In the beginning, it was brutal. I don't drink coffee. I've actually started Four Sigmatic, which is a brew of mushrooms, and it helps me focus, and it's delicious. In the mornings, I like to meditate, and a lot of my meditations before I started Four Sigmatic, and this is not an ad, (laughs) by the way, Um, it's just what I do, but I would have my morning meditations become naps (laughs) because I'd be nodding off. But now I can pop up without an alarm. I rarely use Four Sigmatic. I just feel refreshed. And there's a variety of things that I do to help that. Oftentimes I hear the chorus of birds outside that wake me up. Mating season has calmed down a bit, so it isn't as aggressive. I think most of them are the birds that is are satiated now and have found neat little homes. Okay, I digress. I wake up early to deepen my spiritual practice and ensure that I keep a forward momentum when it comes to my mental health. Studies show that waking up early improves productivity and focus, and they are not wrong. Especially when you're feeling melancholic or depressed, do not sleep in, my friends. Do not sleep in later than 8 a.m. You can treat yourself to a nap later on in the day, but I implore you, wake up early, start your day off with a win, 
and you will feel refreshed, even if you have nothing for that day. A lot of my days are open actually, but if I wake up early and I set an intention of, okay, I'm going to meditate and chant and journal and then work out, like I have started the day with a triumph that no one can take away from me. Today's episode is a solo jam. I wanted to share what was on my heart with you all. I know we've talked about courage a lot on my podcast, and I wanted to break down why. Well, firstly, I got courage, my love, from a vintage store in Toronto that was literally called Courage, my love. I was delighted. (laughs) What store is named Courage, my love? It delighted me so much that it stuck with me. This contrast of the masculine nature of courage paired with the soft vulnerability of calling someone my love, I think this phrase is disarming. And as someone who wears three inches of gold-plated armor daily, I revel in something, anything that can ease that burden. Now let's break down what courage is. Because some people who've come on, rightfully so, have questioned the overuse of courage just in society and why I bring it up here and how can you apply it and what relevance does it have, so on and so forth. And I just want to break down what I mean by it, why it resonates with me, and why do we keep on talking about it. Upon a Google search, I stumbled on this definition the ability to do something that frightens one, and strength in the face of grief. Now, that was a simple Google search. Even with just those two definitions, the word becomes resonant, at least for me. Let's go deeper. Merriam-Webster, they say, mental or moral strength to venture, persevere, and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. And here is Cambridge. They say, the ability to control your fear. I don't like this one. (laughs) The ability to control your fear. I like that the least because fear is uncontrollable. If it was, if we were able to control it, we could just wish it away. It literally would not exist. So I think we have put the wrong word with control in this definition. I would rather they use alchemize, wield, transform, transmute, rather than control. Because those words are active, right? Those are things that we can really train ourselves to do, to alchemize, to shift, to make lemonade out of a situation Now that, to me, takes strength. And then other definitions get into the moral terrain of courage, talking about doing right and wrong, but all of that is subjective, right? (laughs) Okay, let's get back into it. I also think that courage is multifarious. It is not just one thing. It's multidimensional. Now, here's what Brene Brown has to say. Courage is a heart word. The root of the word courage is core, the Latin word for heart. In one of its earliest forms, the word courage meant 
to speak one's mind by telling all one's heart. Over time, this definition has changed, and today we typically associate courage with heroic and brave deeds. But in my opinion, Brene Brown's opinion, this definition fails to recognize the inner strength and level of commitment required for us to actually speak honestly and openly about who we are and about our experiences, good and bad. Speaking from our hearts is what I think of as ordinary courage. Now, Brene Brown always has me. Like, that was so eloquently put. I loved it. Brene's definition gets to the core of it for me. That is multi-layered and and it's fluid, which I love because words to me are things. They are living things. Dr. Maya Angelou said that words are things. They're not just one stagnant, you know, uh, non-moving, inanimate object. They actually live and breathe and can change the world. Okay. So there are some cultures where single words have multiple definitions. I think English is one of those those languages that we really don't get that imaginative <laughs> when it comes to to definitions. That's why it's fascinating to look up the Latin word or root meaning of words. It opens up a whole new universe of purpose. Why is this relevant? Because we are collectively needing courage right now, where you sit, where you stand. We all need it right now. And I know you all feel it. I think those of you who listen to this podcast are deeply empathic like myself, and we are being called to to a higher existence right now. We need courage to give voice to our stories craft our lives built in high worth and self-esteem, create boundaries with our loved ones, start that career, stop that career, stop that relationship, ask the question, sit down and listen to the question, let go, begin anew, trust in the unfolding, trust yourself, trust again, guard your peace, create your peace, surrender, or confront the uncertainty that thickens the air around us. Sometimes just getting out of bed and making that bed is an act of courage because it may have been difficult for you as a human right now. Yet you prevailed. You did it. I want you to count your courageous steps moving forward, each one. And with each step, thank yourself for being courageous And thank yourself for showing up for you. One of the things I learned this year was that I had my own back and it changed everything. I was not going to betray myself. I was not going to not show up for me. And that was a game changer. I show up for myself and I celebrate that. For years, I did not count my triumphs. I did not celebrate anything. My birthday, holidays, I just kind of was a curmudgeon in the corner. But then I realized that there are plenty of things in life worth celebrating that are small, like the the rendezvous we have with friends, the 
closing of a book that was so good, the end of a podcast, just all of the ways in which there are those nourishing triumphs. When I cook a meal from scratch, it is a triumph because I am not a cook. But it tastes delicious to me, and that is what counts, and my cells rejoice. And it's taking that time to say, oh my gosh, I made this? I made this for me? I'm loving on me? And this is this is what it looks like to love on me. So take the time to do that, beloveds. I want to share with you one of my favorite poems, Invictus, by William Ernest Henley. I'm glad we took this time to slow down with one another, friendship. Know that I am rooting for you, your love, rooting for your love, your triumph, your joy, your contentment. I believe in you. Do you know that? I do. Okay. We are going to close with Invictus by William Ernest Henley. Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeoning of chance, my head is bloody but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and fears, looms but the horror of the shade, and yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishment the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. Another beautiful episode. Thank you so much for listening and thank you to my guest today. If you liked this episode, the best way to support me and this work is to write an iTunes review, a five-star review. (laughs) This helps us reach the top of searches and helps more people to find us. And if you personally want to connect, please reach out on Instagram or Facebook. And I have some great resource material on my website at laniceantoinshelly.com. So go on over there too. Until next we meet, go gently and have courage, my love.